So I figure I should backtrack and give a little intro to what I'm about, what I've been, um, I guess why I feel the need and <laughs> had the audacity to, um, put myself in a certain like level or place. Um, because you know what time, time spent doing something does sometimes really been grant that gift but not so much with the things that we're talking about today. Um, I know that there's a very egalitarian movement these days that, that anyone can really um, utilize these, these studies, these arts, these mystical woo-woo vibe theories and ideas and, and structures. Um, to equal ability, and that's just, that's not the case. We have certain propensities for everything, you know, like witchcraft and, and, and other forms of manipulation of the environment and using the, the natural energies to sort of hone and project um, an ideal or a wish into the world. That came very naturally to me. We can get into the astrological aspects later, but I've never had a problem with like raw power <laughs> into those terms. It's really been a, um, an exercise in control. I have a nasty um, unconscious cursing ability. I say unconscious because I just don't want to take um, responsibility for it because I am a Pisces. <laughs> um, but that's beside the point. Um, there are things that we are more... Um, will gravitate towards and and for me it's it's been um, a layering process so like I said uh, the craft and spell work and and energy work that that was my foundation I started that with a cute little website shout out cantrap.net RIP um, but it really gave me a solid foundation in visualization and meditation and breathing and and channeling energy, like, not just for myself, because, girl, <laughs> can we talk about that? Um, and, you know, after I got into that, I sort of just coasted and used what I needed when I needed to, um, showed off for people. But, you know, I hit my mid-20s, and I realized that I... if I truly believe that I have this potential that I'm squandering it because I don't really know what to do with it. So I decided to look, start looking into astrology, which I had been very, very much married to the idea that I'm a Pisces. Like that was very, very secure for me because it was so nebulous. But when I get to, when I got to a certain age, I was like, mm, nah, we need to figure out what's really going on here. And I think that was more of a subconscious urge because I... This was, let's say, 2012. Um, I was like, there has to be more to this. So I downloaded um, this app that gave you a full birth chart, and I discovered that I had multiple placements. I discovered that, yeah, there's quite a few placements in Pisces, including my North Node, but I'm a whole bunch of Capricorn. And let's just slap some cancer on top of that. So 
I just really learned a lot about myself and that that opened the door for me to really delve into this this art and this this study has been around for millennia passed down to us and we don't take it seriously and like it is very easy to misuse astrology in a way for smiles, clouts, likes, but astrology is a serious business. It's the it's the path of your soul. It's 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 showing you what energies you have to work with, how you can maximize your time on this planet. And for it to be reduced all the time to oh, vague vague niceties or omens or or only specific love readings. Um, that always seem to work out. Um, that's not that's not what it is. So I really look at astrology as a very heavy um, but beautiful um, subject. I also am more was more of a mathematical um, science logical thinker. Um, my academic background, I have a psychology, do a bachelor's in psychology and, and, uh, I don't even know what you call what you get with a minor, but a minor in dance, um, modern and ballet. So left brain, right brain, um, and astrology definitely speaks to the more scientific, computational, um, synthesizing part of my brain. When we hop over to the other side, that artistic side, that's where we get to tarot. Tarot is a deep dive into your subconscious. Like, if you are willing to remove your own shades to expose yourself, you can see so much truth in those cards, um, in those images, if you have a good deck. That's another thing. Back to this egalitarian mess. Um, not every tarot deck is created equal for you. The multitude of tarot decks that are out there, even ones that are like not really based on their writer, um, Waite Smith, um, they, they could do, do some good work. Um, I started off my like more t- serious tarot study with um, Tina Gong's Golden Thread deck, which is beautiful and minimalistic and exactly what I needed. But I realized that I needed the richness of the original, the one that was informed by people who were in the Golden Dawn, you know, to really pull that, pull it beyond something that was surface, pull it, pull something lumpy and greasy and juicy out of me so I could see it and I could deal with it. And that's, there's very little that's logical about tarot. The rules are fluid. They shift. You may choose to do a completely different reading mid-reading, but that's the thing with tarot. You have to listen to your feeling. Wherever your intuition comes through, mine comes through my body. I have an earth moon. Um, it's very important to let that rock. 
and start getting used to that feeling if you're interested in tarot reading and, and really bolstering your intuition on a daily basis. Find out where it comes from, tune into it, and learn what it's telling you what and what. Um, that's tarot for you. And that, does that, does that top me off right now? Oh, um, I've always been into crystals. You know, the Smithsonian store and uh, Union Station in DC. I just love getting my rocks. So <laughs> imagine like if someone was like, hey, these rocks have mystical abilities that can help you raise your vibration and attune you to your higher self. Duh. Um, so crystals have been in there in some shape or form, mostly as enhancers, modifiers. Um, I, I, I rock my moonstone, sapphires, and and tiger side on the daily. But you know, sometimes I switch it up. Right now, I have my uh, rose quartz and kyanite because I've been feeling a little dry and my skin's been looking a little sallow. So I needed a little bit of beauty. I need a little bit of girlish youth and so that's what I'm rocking with right now but that's crystals are very practical crystals are a tool they're an enhancer they can be a focus if you have one shape it into a wand or you have a, a point they are very useful at directing energies and amplifying things and sometimes pulling energy that you might not realize that you are needing to bring forth um so that's me in a nutshell. Um, I guess you want my credentials. Ooh. I've unintentionally cursed at least three people. Um, I once did a money grab spell for about $800 that came through and I never did again because <laughs> even even with the knowledge to manipulate certain things to knowledge to push energies that they may flow in your favor it's best not to push too hard because we depending on your soul path depending on your journey this life, for the most part, our blessings are coming to us. There may be small things that we have to do or things that line up with that blessing, but typically it requires going off the rails, doing something larger to get out of the way of that blessing. Unless you start dabbling with craft and spell work and spirituality and spirits I don't I don't even go there for the most part my ancestors I'm those are mine but you're you're there are people who have the potential to wield massive energies in ways that they don't fully understand and can completely derail themselves from their blessings I did it um few years ago 
because in my early astrology study, I hadn't learned that at the intersection of astrology and witchcraft, eclipses are supremely malefic events. And I understood that they were interruptions of a cycle. I did not understand that they were malefic and that anything, um, any boons, any sort of like positive building magic or workings that you're doing on an eclipse or timing to an eclipse will be maleficized. (laughs) And um, that, that Leo Aquarius solar eclipse what was that, 2015? Oh, Lord. I learned my lesson. Um, I feel like I've left you guys with a lot of information, a lot to di- digest and process and fall grass. Um, I really think this is silly <laughs> but I'm having a really good time yelling into the void um, I guess we can try to bolster this one. Oh, oh, okay perfect practical practical witchcraft I'm going to rummage around through my little bag of because I carry something to do something with me at all times um, let's see get two tarot decks. Let's get, put this down. Set up a crystal grid. We're gonna get an aquamarine right in the middle. Oh, we got here celestite, quartz. All right, looks like we are summoning some higher messages things that will heal and alchemize um, and bring clarity. I'm hoping for the collective. So we're going to... I'm still here. I am currently cutting and shuffling to get my main tarot deck. I'm using the Golden Art Nouveau tarot deck, which is beautiful and gilded. Uh, Let's see, we have a little bit of salmon oil. I don't want to mess this message up, so I'm going to invoke align on my chakras. have energy in everybody. Oh, Amber. Amber. I will light incense, but um, I'm in my friend's living room right now, and this stuff is pristine, and I don't feel like cleaning up ash right now. So. Universe. Those above and without. What messages do we have for the collective? What seeks to make itself known? First card is the Six of Cups. So, your memories, your fam, your memories of family, 
of, of unity, of, ha- of being happy, taking things as they were, taking pleasure in life, taking pleasure in those around you. And the Nine of Cups reversed. So we're, we're, we're very much in this emotional realm. Um, well, the Nine of Cups reversed. It's an offer of it's an offer of love that may not be coming from the right place. Um, you may not realize what you are offering to someone and how it looks. Um, because you're you're relying on your memory of what was good and what was beautiful and what worked in the past. You are coming forward foolhardy with something that is not the best that you can offer. So, there was a button without what I'm having. Three flipping. So, we're gonna wrap. The next card we have is the Magician. Followed by the Empress and the Tower. So, these cards all jumped out at once. To me, that indicates three paths. The card on the bottom of the deck, which I use to, I interpret as the foundation of this reading, the foundation of the energy of the suit. We have the Ace of Swords. So there was a truth. There was um, an idea, um, clarity that sparked. sparked a trip down memory lane. It sparked a desire to feel the way that we have felt in the past in situations where we were, you know, more surrounded by warmth and love and comfort and familiarity. Um, so in order to reestablish that, we reach out to whomever with whatever, basically. And we get the results that that would um, entail. Uh, But there is immense ability within all of us to transmute the energies that we think that we have to release and give to others because that energy that, that libido, as we will, that creative energy, if we keep it inside ourselves, it's going to it's going to spark something within us that we can build, that we can create, that we can put forth into the world. Um, and that really showcases, you know, the impress, showcases, not showcases, but brings us into alignment with our bodies, brings us into alignment with our sensuality, with um, our physicality with the things that we know that we can provide and sustain ourselves and those that we care about. You know, this, this is bringing, bringing abundance and love from within and radiating that out to be seen. The final part, we have the tower, but as this stands, it seems like the tower, what is, what is crumbling? What is being brought down by fire are outdated notions of what love can be. This is very much 
This is reading a little twin flamey to me, like a little tinge. I'm not, I'm not completely sold on the concept of twin flames. I may have one or I may be in a codependent narcissistic relationship. We'll find out in probably about three weeks. Um, but this, this tower, this magician empress tower, it's, it's you are, you are the cataclysm. You are the disruption. Um, like, use this energy. Don't give it away so easily. Keep it. And then, when it just feels like it's about to burst, just let it. But do it alone. Or do it in a place where you can move the air. Where the walls Like that's going to be my running um, throughout their line and maybe in like five years I'll finally address what that means thanks for listening um, I hope that that my rant and reading is beneficial for someone because um, it was very beneficial for me alright this has been Persephonic MC um, have a little weekend, y'all. <laughs>